That's not a car on there and stick season. A nice feeling, warm feeling, cozy feeling track as we now think about how we can maybe feel kind, gentle to ourselves over this Christmas period where there just seems to be so much pressure. I am joined on the line by Alessandra Patti, who is a communication trainer and mental well-being consultant who's going to shed some light on how we can be kind to ourselves during the festive season. Alessandra, welcome back to The Breakfast Show. Good morning, Kat. Thanks for having me. So what do you mean, Alessandra, when you talk about this Christmas guilt that we might be experiencing? Well, remember when we talk about pre-Christmas guilt, this Christmas guilt is actually the guilt that goes a little bit more towards when Christmas time is arriving. And I think, you know, being an expert and going home for Christmas, for all, for all of us, I feel a lot of unresolved issues and all conflicts could come up that could trigger this guilt. It's mm. a time that steers up emotions, right? Some of us cannot see perhaps the families or wish they would see them less or more lonely than other times. It's, well, I think it's quite a lot, right? I can, yeah, I can imagine that, yep. Yeah. For example, you know, I know my mom has spent the last 20 years saying she was fed up cooking for the whole family for Christmas <laughs> and then here we are again. Yeah. She's in charge of the buffet once again and perhaps in a bad mood. So, you know, some, some old patterns may arise the need uh, for us to pay our attention on how to really be kind and kind of breathe through it. Mm, um, mm. And also every time I go home for Christmas, I think, okay, do I go often enough? And what about buying the present for that person? Did I bring enough chocolate from Switzerland? A lot of guilt <laughs> or feelings of inadequacy could come up and it's very human. This is why it's very important to be kind to to ourselves. It's a very emotional time, isn't it? Where we think, uh, yeah. you know, even for the whatever we are doing, if we're traveling a long way, we think, am I, like you say, am I doing this often enough? Am I staying for long enough? Am I giving enough attention here? And how can I bring my whole self into this moment? Or am I just sort of more connected with my phone for the people that are back in Switzerland, perhaps? It's, it's a very, it can be a very um, jarring time where a lot of emotions may come up. So what do we do? One of the things you mentioned there is about the the, the um, let's say uh, arguments or heated debates we could say at the <laughs> Christmas table. Do you have any tips on how we might want to um, something to go in our back pocket to diffuse those? Shall we say? Yeah, for sure. Well, first and foremost, I think it's crucial to remember that not every conversation needs to turn into a heated debate. It doesn't have to be a conflict per se. And sometimes a little humor can go a long way. I really notice that I'm not the strongest. I feel a humor. I try to do my best. But I, sometimes what I do is just I diffuse things a little bit with a lighthearted comment or redirect the conversation to a more neutral topic. Or sometimes, you know, let's be honest. I remove myself from some conversations which are very uncomfortable. And that's okay. And then we will talk later, right? It's yeah. all maintaining a little bit of sense of perspective, not taking like everything too personal or seriously as well. So sometimes it's not about us. It's just all this emotion that you were talking about, Kat. It's very, yeah, very good advice. How can I bring a little humor into this? It's it's sometimes very difficult when something just touches a nerve, though, isn't it? You know, when you've lost your sense of humor, that's when it's really, (laughs) really hit hard. What about those uncomfortable questions that we might face during family gatherings? Well, you know, I have my techniques. I always name the elephant in the room or I ask another direct question. I answer a question with another question, such as, why do you need to ask me all like over and over again the same question <laughs> right every Christmas? Do you and have a new question? Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, or I set boundaries by making a joke to shift the conversation somewhere else. Or I actually tell the truth with courage. Some friends of mine also said, okay, yeah, what about the marriage question? What about the children question? What about all those questions, you know, that are always kind of taboo, so to say? And sometimes I, I answer them just with courage. And I feel so relieved afterwards. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. And, you know, let's remember as we celebrate Christmas, it's about kindness to ourselves. For our, it's for our mental well-being to have this self-compassion. It's okay also to not participate in all the debates, in all the conversations, and go to bed early. It's okay to rest at Christmas. <gasps> and, you know, nice. enjoy those small cozy moments. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's the best for that stress-free Christmas that I wish to all our listeners. It's a good reminder. Alessandra Patti, communication trainer and mental well-being consultant. Thank you for the little reminder to be kind to ourselves this Christmas. Have a great one. We'll catch you in the new year. Thank you so much for having me in the 24.